And more recently, um, in our business, we have uh, a chaplain. And uh, with business these days, I think we employ uh, around about 30 staff between the two offices. And uh, there's a lot of things that can impact on people's personal lives. So um, about four years ago, we employed a chaplain who... Uh, is there for people as they work through uh, the challenges of life and uh, that man is Andrew Boutros. He spent some time here in this church as our pastor and uh, uh, went into uh, a business which uh, is a chaplaincy business uh, that helps out businesses like ours we were one of the very, very first businesses that uh, used Andrew's services and he has been fantastic for us. He was, he's presided over funerals and weddings and he meets together with me regularly to sort through the challenges that we have in business. Um, so if I'd share um, sort of myself of who's impacted my faith and who's discipled me. I'm probably a little bit different to Trevor in the sense that I couldn't necessarily say I've singled out one person. Like I've really felt that um, it's been a number of people over my journey that sort of has contributed to my faith or helped sort of encourage my faith. But I, I guess I haven't actually received any formal sort of discipleship as such. Um, but I, I will say uh, in terms of people impacting my Faith, I'd definitely shout out to my parents. It's interesting, we've got a heritage course going on at the moment at the church, um, which talks about sort of, um, you know, it's being publicised, uh, how to bring up children, and, and it's true that your parents shape a lot of um, sort of your life. And I can definitely say, like Trevor mentioned, even his father making a big impact, and I definitely can um, say that my father's made a big impact on um, my faith, um, especially, uh, I will mention my parents actually split up um, sort of at the start of my teenage years which was a bit of a bombshell for our family Um, but my father turned to God in that situation and um, I've got three brothers so I'm I'm one of four and um, we have the blessing of a father that's turned to God in hardship and and that's reflected in in our lives because we we see that example and, and so we can be blessed for that so um, yeah, so I'd definitely say my dad's, I mean, it's pretty appropriate being Father's Day. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's made a big impact on my, my faith. So. Well, I think I must mention a bit of my father. Uh, he died before I was a Christian. Uh, I'll just say one thing that he taught me self-reliance. Uh, that at, at the end of it, you have to depend on yourself to do it. Nobody else can really do it for you. And Sometimes there's a stumbling block to coming to Christ when you're too self-reliant. Anyway, that's, that's the past. And I, I became a Christian at age 14. And the one that uh, impacted me most at that time, my early formative years, was my Sunday school teacher. Our Sunday school has junior and a senior Sunday school. Junior up to year 6. Senior Sunday school starts from year 7 to 70 years old or more. We are very, uh, that's Sunday school for you. And the thing I remember is... Uh, it challenged me with one thing. You know, how would you want to invest your life with? It has to, whether you invest, whatever you do, you will pass away. What are you going to invest it in? And he said, 
invested in eternal things. And there are only three things that are eternal. God, the Bible, and people. People will spend their eternal life either away from God or with God. Away from God is heaven. Uh, Away from God is hell. (laughs) And with God is heaven. So, you have one life. What are you going to do with it? Well, that's my formative years. This wasn't a question I had down here, but I'm going to ask it anyway on the spot, guys. So, What do you think... uh, in your years as, as men following Christ, what's been this most significant book or verse that you would consider has been really impactful? I'll say that. In fact, I want to say that. Uh, other than that, following part of my life, books are very important to me. There are two persons that stands out the books that I read. One of them is George Muller. I remember someone asked him a question. Does God always answer your prayer? George Muller paused for a little while and answered, Yes, that blows my mind. Yeah, because I seek God's will. God always answers my prayer. And throughout his life, documented, all his prayers were answered. Even his three friends who were non-Christian when he died, became Christian after he died. And second one is uh, Hudson Taylor. When he was, uh, he, he never asked for donations for his mission work. He prayed and God gives. And there was once somebody who is a non-Christian said, I want to give to your mission. And what was his answer? No, I will not take from you. Because lest you say that you are the one to help in the work of God. And later that man became a Christian and then he gave freely. And the book that that really impressed me was uh, that I've read many times, Knowing God, by James J.I. Packer. It's a beautiful book. The topic, Sons of God, quite relevant. You should take and read it. Many, many times. A dozen times. Perhaps I've read that about a dozen times. <laughs> you guys got a comment? Shall we go on to the next questions? The verse that uh, comes back to me... Uh, many, many times through my life is, uh, or verses, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions, and if it wasn't so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. If I come again, I'll receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Cut one verse. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I won't mind. <laughs> That's fine. Okay, guys, I'd like to be really honest in the, in the next uh, question. You're all men who work in different workplaces, like many of us here. Uh, what are the, the things that are really difficult when you attempt to be a follower of Christ in your workplace? And uh, what advice can you sort of share with us on on how we can be a witness in our workplace. You're all at different stages in life and different sort of business environments. Um, And it's a really important thing to think about and we just really appreciate your wisdom on this. So I don't know who would like to go first, but advice and sort of that. As a company, we decided uh, a long time ago that we wouldn't open our offices on a Sunday Uh, and I think God has been very faithful in 
blessing our business as a result of that decision. Certainly our competitors use it against us and uh, um, I don't think uh, it worries any of uh, my staff. Um, in terms of uh, myself, um, I have a calmness, I believe, as a result of knowing God. Um, my staff tend to come to me when they've got troubles and uh, particularly when it comes to the business side of things. As I said before, the personal side of things, we normally take uh, that as it comes and, and then I refer them to, to Andrew if it's a, a deep-seated problem that they need to work through over a period of time. But God has given me a calmness in my business that, that helps me um, sort through things. Um, as a real estate agent, uh, I've got to presuppose that everyone doesn't trust me, um, along with re- uh, politicians and used car salesmen. Um, we're, we're lumped into that same, uh, that same basket right down the bottom of the pecking order. Uh, I don't know whether there's any firemen or paramedics here, but I think you're on the top of the pecking order. Uh, but as a, as a real estate agent, uh, people automatically distrust us. Uh, so it's our challenge and our goal to uh, work with integrity and honesty and uh, help people through the really difficult and uh, amazingly stressful time of selling a property. And uh, so, um, yeah, we, we've had a number of challenges as a business and uh, God is good. And um, I make no secret of the fact uh, amongst my staff that I'm a Christian and that a lot of the decisions I make are as a result of uh, God being in my life. Um, can I just ask you a question? Um, like being, being a real estate agent, like do you come across decisions where it would be very easy to go one way but because of your sort of internal integrity, you're kind of having to make decisions going the other way. Like, how does that sort of play out? And, um, yeah, like, maybe walk through, can you think of a decision or something that you've had to Look, I had a situation yesterday. Um, I've worked through a process with, um, in fact, he's the brother of one of the people sitting right here in front of me. Um, We just listed his house this last week. And that's been a process of probably five years um, where Ian has really struggled with the idea of selling his family home. He, uh, he's been there since it was built and um, so coming to that point of, of making the decision to sell it has, has not been an easy one. And we talked through as we tend to do with um, what price we might achieve for, for that property and um, I said to Ian, Ian, what would you like to achieve for the property? And he told me and I, and I just about fell over backwards. I thought, there's just no way we're going to achieve that sort of figure. And, um, uh, and I, I did say to him what I felt the property was worth. I made no secret of that. Uh, the difficulty in our business is, particularly when you get a market like we've got at the moment, 
the market is so red hot that we really don't know uh, when a property goes on the market what price we'll achieve. And um, we, uh, we went to the market on, on Tuesday uh, on the internet. Uh, I had three people through the property. Um, my day off was on Wednesday. I had three people through the property on Thursday and uh, we took an offer on the property. Uh, in fact, I sat down with the people around the table at the property. They said to me, what do we need to pay to buy this property? And so I mentioned the figure that Ian had given me and they said, okay, which just blew me away. Um, Ian has been a follower of Christ for many years and uh, I believe it was a God thing uh, that uh, God has blessed him in the decision and he said prior to us going on the market that if I see that figure that will be a sign. And uh, I had other people during the course of this process ask me about price and typically what real estate agents say in terms of the price is a much lower figure and we're looking at offers over that. And uh, uh, I, I was honest with people. I said to them, look, uh, we're, we're going to be looking at, at figures around this sort of level. And I had a lady say to me yesterday who was very keen on the property and was looking to offer a very similar amount. I really appreciate the way you've dealt with me, the way you've been honest with me and um, uh, don't stop doing what you're doing. Thanks, Trev. Tim, what about the challenges you face, mate? In your um, yeah, so um, I probably don't have as many years working as these guys, um, but in the time that I have sort of worked full-time and just being in, in um, work, um, I guess the challenges as a follower of Christ is, is to actually... Um, Perhaps some ways similar to what Trevor said is to act with integrity with everything that you do. Um, like we have a response. I guess it's our pleasure as a man to actually work. Um, it's actually a big pleasure and, and a big um, responsibility that we get to do. Um, and I and I enjoy it. I enjoy my job. Um, and I, but I think there's there's always going to be challenges no matter what job that you do. Like it could just be as simple as. Um, you know, working in retail or you could have a big position or whatever it is, you're always going to face um, issues where of, where you need to be act in, in an integral way and you're going to be challenged on that. And there's always opportunity to, to stand your ground, which is, it's hard. Like, you might think it's simple, let's just act with integrity, but it's actually not. It's actually a really hard thing to do. Um, so I'd, if I could encourage anyone, I'd just say um, be willing to stand your ground when you need to, to do that um, and... You'll, I guess, be blessed for it in the in the long run. And I've definitely seen. I'm not saying I've always got it right, but in the times I have got it right, um, I've definitely come away from that situation. Going, look, that was. A, I'm actually really glad I stood my ground in that. And um, yeah, it's been beneficial. So, Kim, what about the medical world? How does that all work? Well, in the medical world, there's a lot of uh, constraints and restraints on what we do and say. Uh, not in the medical world, all, all healthcare sector. And uh, sometimes uh, I try, at least uh, try, the word is try, uh, to, to serve them as if you are serving Christ. Sometimes it's not easy, not always easy. I mean, those who need you'll know, it's not always easy. 
But at least it gives you a perspective that try not to get frustrated or upset. At the same time, uh, not, not to be judgmental on people's choice of life. At the same time, to point out the consequences. Chess, is it? No? What you do, what is the consequence? You have to choose. And without being judgmental. And I find that uh, to many people that I talk with, there are two things that people really need. A purpose in life and a hope in life. And sometimes we tell them, where is your anchor? I, I just mentioned, you know, everybody needs a sperm anchor in his life where he can move about. What is yours? I can't go further than that. They have to search and find for themselves. Okay, I hope you've uh, enjoyed just hearing briefly from these uh, three gentlemen. It's, uh, these aren't easy issues, how to live for Christ in your workplace. Uh, but thank you guys for being honest. And um, you can see the value of integrity coming through in each answer, which is wonderful. Because we live in a world where there are two different worldviews. And as we attempt to follow Christ we are going to come across consistently areas where we will be different. And it's, uh, that's the challenge, to allow the Spirit of God to use us in that environment for his glory. So thanks, guys, and let's show some appreciation.